Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I was talking yesterday to Susan Galvin uh, about being 10 years sober. You can hear that back uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the full interview is available to you either on the app or, or wherever you pick up on your opinion line podcasts. But she had a horrific story. She arrived drunk to go into rehab. Um, she now goes by a, a daily motto of I'm sober since I woke up. Now she's 10 years sober, but she says I'm sober since I woke up, which I think is one of the best I've ever heard in my life. And she has rebuilt her life and trained as a counsellor. So she helps other people who are dealing with addiction. We had a great chat with Susan. But it prompted a call from Angela. And Angela, I think it's a conversation, yesterday's conversation with Susan, it's a conversation that brought back a lot of memories. Morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? I'm very well. That's good, PJ. Yes, it brings back a lot of memories for me. I was in, I know I was an alcoholic now. I know I was an alcoholic, you know, because yeah. I, in 2015, I was drinking so heavily, very, very heavily. Even before that, I wasn't drinking that heavy, but in 2015, I just came to a point where I just had to have a drink. And it wasn't, you know, a couple of cans here and there. It was slabs of drink. You know what it's like, 24 hours in a strap, you know? No problem to me. I was a very, very heavy drinker that time. That's drinking from morning to night. Yeah, I was. That's what I was doing from morning until night time. And if I walked in during the night, I'd have a, I'd have a can. You know, I was just constantly drinking. There was no stopping. And, and what led to that? What brought all that on? I, I really, you know, I, well, my partner passed away in 2002. Okay, I'm sorry. My mum passed, my dad, sorry, passed away in 2006. And my mum passed away in 2010. I kind of felt, I suppose, it, it, you know, I got through their passing. But I think I went into a depression in 2015. Right. A couple of years later, you know. And I think that's what happened anyway. That's the only explanation I have for it, PJ. I know. Had you always been a drinker? Had you always liked to drink? I did, but not as much as what I was drinking 2015 onwards, no. Yeah. I, I would like Susan, I was the one that would say, oh, 
you better go now, out now to get a cure the following day, you know, what kills your cures, you? that was the saying that time. You know, so I'd go for a cure or somewhere, and I used to leave then to drinking again all day. You were in town in Fergal, you used to drink at the weekends, and then it was Fridays, and then it was Mondays, and then it was Tuesdays. Then it was every day. Then it was uh, actually every day it turned into, from, say, Monday to Sunday. Monday to Sunday, Monday to Sunday, uh, every day. This was every single day, PJ. Never without a can in your hand, by the sounds of it. No? Never without a can in my hand. I never without drink for the following morning. Like I go to sleep. I sleep and I sleep away at night time very late. I wake up then about I could wake up about five in the morning and have a can. Right. You know? Which is disgusting now when I think of when I think back like it that was sick like. It was actually disgusting. This is going to sound like an awful stupid question. How how do you even function when you're drinking like that? I didn't. I thought I was functioning, CJ, but I actually wasn't. I didn't know my night from days. I got to that point. I didn't know what time of the day it was, what day it was, what month it was, you know. Have you kids? I six. And they were all, they were all young enough. You know, but I had two girls that you were very, very good to me. They were very, very mature for their age, you know. What age were they? They were in their late twenties. Okay. Well, mid mid twenties. Okay. And and they were seeing their mum, never without a can in her hand. What were they saying to you? Oh, they were just saying to me, like, you know, ma'am, would you think it's time to stop now? You know, and I was saying. I didn't know what, what the word stop meant because I never did stop. Do you know? And I was saying, no, oh, I'm fine. And they were saying, ma'am, like you're turning into, well, you are an alcoholic, turning into, or you are one, an alcoholic. And I was saying, I was in denial then, PJ, you know. I was saying, no way, Do you know, not a hope. And sure, I, now I know I was. I'm a recovering alcoholic. That's what I call myself today. And that kind of consumption with must have been doing harm to your body. It was, PJ, because it came to a certain point where, unknown to myself, all my organs were breaking down and I never knew it. My liver, my kidneys, everything was breaking down. Legs, everything. I couldn't walk. It got to a point where I couldn't walk and I ended up falling on the floor. Do you know? I, I just couldn't move. And I was there, oh my God, but I still, PJ, did not stop drinking at that time. <sighs> and now I'm looking back saying, crikey, I was, I was severely, severely, uh, a very, very severe alcoholic. You must have been almost permanently drunk or hungover, were you, all the time? I was, I was never hungover, PJ, because I just kept drinking. I don't know what, I never knew what a hangover was until I ended up in hospital and I had the shakes and I was getting sick and all this. Tell me about that. Your, your, was it your daughter eventually said, stop, ma'am, I'm calling an ambulance or something like that? Was that what happened? Yes, my daughter, yeah, yeah. I was very drunk, as usual. And she said, ma'am, I'm ringing an ambulance. And I was arguing with her then, saying, or not, or not, I'm fine. 
just wait until I get my uh, allowance on Tuesday and I'll go into hospital all this like you know I didn't know what I was on about do you know the ambulance came all I can, all I can remember now Peter is being laid down on, on the table but I thought by looking at the boys they were my son's friends I was just saying stupid stuff to them yeah do you know I thought they were my son's friends but they were the ambulance men I was told all this now afterwards. I couldn't remember anything. You know? You're in a cruel state. I was in a severely bad state. Did they have to resuscitate you? They did. They did. Um, they rang my daughter and told my daughter, look, they, they said, look, it's not looking good. You know, they, got, they resuscitated me anyway, but... I died again in the ambulance. I passed away again in the ambulance, twice, on the way to the hospital. And once, when I got to the hospital, apparently, which I have no recollection at all, because I was so severely Whoa. drunk. Oh you know, and I was just seeing, when, I just come back to a little thing there, Peter. I was, I, when, I used, when I was so drunk, I used to see spirit children in my house. Oh, this, this recollection now is unbelievable. I still, I don't see it today, but I can still recall these spirit children in my home. Hallucinations, like? Hallucinations were very, very bad. And all my flowers that I had in the sitting room in the vase, now up in the wall, they were all moving. Do you know, and they were only in pictures. Do you know, but they were moving. I could see them moving. I used to smile at them, you know. You were, you were out of your mind with drink. Oh, I was very bad. I, ne I never knew that I was as bad as what I was, BJ. I Only when I got better. And when they brought you to the hospital and they finally managed to keep you with us, and thank goodness that they did, you were in a coma then, were you? I was. I can't remember going getting to the hospital, BJ. That's what I'm saying. I can remember going into the ambulance, but I can't remember then after that. What's your first memory after that? Oh, my first memory would have been, I called, I was in St. Catherine's Ward, and I was wondering where the hell are they taking me? You know, I can't remember being in intensive care. I was saying, where the hell are they taking me? What's happening? And I was moved into a ward, and my doctor just looked at me, and he nodded his head like, and... He told me, I, he said, you almost died. He said, you did die. You actually passed away, he said. He said, you're a very, very sick woman. And did you realise that he was right? No, I didn't realise all this was after going on, that I was in intensive care, I was in a coma. I did not know that all this was after going on, you know. I didn't realise. This was the first time you'd been without a drink in your hand in ages. What do you remember about that? Oh, I remember it well, PJ, because all I can remember is vomiting, shaking, my breathing went funny. I couldn't stop getting sick. Anything I put to my mouth, I was just bringing it back up. I couldn't eat. God. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't walk. I didn't realise I couldn't walk until about three or four weeks before they let me home. I was getting physio. And how long did all that last? About four months. I went in in January 
I came out going on, I think it was May. At that stage, you hadn't had a drink in four months? No, no. And I felt, you know, I felt empty and raw and I just, I felt like a nobody. Did you drink again? No, never, never. After, when I came out of hospital, BJ, I had a walking frame, obviously, because I, I, I couldn't walk properly. I, could, I was doing baby steps. Did, did you go to AA or anything like that? I went and went to no one, PJ, would you believe? I actually did it all myself. So how did you manage it? Um, when I came home, my friends, my family, they all greeted me when I came home and I was all bandaged up. Like, I had the tracheostomy. I had the colostomy. Good God. I had um, a catheter. So I came home with the tracheostomy, the catheter, and um, the bag on the tummy. You had almost drank yourself to death, Angela. I did. As the ambulance man actually said to my daughter, he said, if she was left, if your mum, he said, was left there until the following morning, she was dead. When was the last time you had a drink? That, that happened in what year? That happened in 2015, PJ. And this is 2023 and you haven't had a drink in eight years? I haven't had a sip or a smell of a drink since 2015, the 4th of January. Well done, you. Thank you, PJ. Must have been hard. It was tough because occasions there, you know, I was invited to birthdays and christenings and things like that, you know. It was hard at that time, the First time I ever went out to a, you know, a social event, it was tempting, but I I said no. I drank lemonade. Mm. That's what I drank, lemonade. I said no because the memory came back of the condition I was in. Did I, I told Susan the story yesterday about the man who once told me he hadn't had a drink in twenty-seven years, and the last time he wanted a drink was an hour ago and Susan said to me God she feels like that all the time do you want to drink these days? No No? Oh no no PJ I must say like when I see people drinking now having a laugh I'd say sometimes I I would feel I'd say oh I'd love to be like them but Mm. then the other part of my brain says do not go there because you'll end up where you started off or worse all worked exactly. You you said to Fergal something about you get a thirst for it, and you have to deal with that. I did get an awful thirst for it when I came, not like after I came home, but I I just didn't drink. I just said no, this is not me. I'm not doing it again. Brilliant. I like I I hurt my family. I hurt my friends and family. Most of all, my family. All my family were home from England, PJ. I didn't even know they were home from England. They were all around my bedside, you know, and I'd seen none of this, like, you know, I was oblivious to everything. When I was told afterwards everyone came home from England as as well, Mm. I was sent all by my bedside, my daughter in the background there, talking, they were all, all around my bedside talking to me, and, you know, the nurse said, like, talk to her she can hear you but she won't 
she actually won't um, bond. And here you are now talking to me. Yes, CJ, and I'm so happy to be talking to you. How's life now? Very good. It's very, very good now. Do you know, I can wake up now, PJ, knowing what day I have, what month I have, what year I even have, what time I have. You're sober now, eight years, and you're and you're happy. And I'm happy, and hopefully, I, uh, hopefully, which I will, I know I will, because I'm strong-minded now. I was very, very weak-minded when I came out of hospital. And the con- condition I was in, even when I came out of hospital, did you get rid of the colostomy bag? Did you get rid of the catheter? All those things, did you? I got rid of those. That was reversed, PJ. Yeah, Brilliant. the colostomy was reversed. Fantastic. There, I had a catheter for two years afterwards. Good Lord. Angela, I think you're absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank you, PJ. I think you're brilliant. I really do. And thank you so much for getting in contact because people will identify with, with what you're telling me. I wish you good health, girl. I'm still here to tell the tale, as they say, PJ. And you've told it so well. Thank you. Oh, thank you, PJ. Have a great day. You too, PJ. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you, Ange. See you. God, what a story, lads. We chatted earlier with Angela. Angela had a terribly... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Experience with drink back in 2015. She practically drank herself to death and she told me that story and she hasn't had a drink since and her health is much better and life is good for her now and her daughter has been on to say PJ my mom wasn't well back then but she's turned a big corner and always made sure her kids were looked after and always fed she has been through the wars we're so lucky to have her here today she is some woman for one woman and we all adore her Thank you for that. Quartz 96 FM.